it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. In the UK, I wanted to make sure you're aware of something which went down last week. As a former military guy, I'm very concerned about communication security, especially now as a journalist. It's important that who I talk to, you know, no one else is listening. Well, last week, a letter was released which showed many of the encrypted apps that we use to communicate privately were actually sharing information or have been sharing information with the federal government and other agencies. iMessage from Apple and WhatsApp from Facebook were two of the ones that were especially uh, highlighted for doing this. But there was one encrypted messaging service that was not in the article. Utopia P2P is a privacy ecosystem. It's decentralized. It's based on blockchain. It's anonymous. There's no central server that someone can break into and hack all your messages. So if you're interested in communicating without anyone else knowing that you're communicating or being able to hear what or see what you communicated, go to Utopia P2P or U.IS for further information, and they'll tell you everything you need to know. Welcome back to Information Operation. We've got one of our favorite guests, Patrick Byrne, who's coming to us from an undisclosed location. Welcome, Patrick. Todd, good to be with you. And uh, you're one of my favorite interviewers. So, look, you've been fighting this, uh, for lack of a better word, deep state uh, for a long time, for a decade or more, right? I mean, and you've written about it and you've, you've recently released a lot of information. But tell us where you think we are in this process. Well, we are, we are at the final stages. I have revealed something. Did you see my Dallas speech by any chance? I did. We, yeah, we posted it out, yeah. Yeah, I revealed how, how that this is, can all be gotten to the bottom of. I do think John Durham's going to act. There's for the first time in the last couple of months stuff leaking out that Durham is. Yeah, I think you're going to see him acting in early 2022. Mm -hmm. I also so and it's all tied together. As I explained in that speech, the Hillary investigation, the Russian collusion delusion, mm -hmm. and this whole psyop to take over the country are all related are all related. It's one continuous process. And there's now, I believe that the right people in government are, and John Durham among them, they want they, they want to save America. Actually, I think that there's a lot of patriots in government, believe it or not, even in, in the deep state. I know that we've become so antagonistic to the federal government, but there's a lot of people. Nobody joins the Marines and nobody joins the DHS because they hate America. I mean, they yeah. all started off, I mean, they may have gotten some confusion there at DHS about, about the you know, what the constitution is about and, and such, but, and what they should be doing. But I understand that government employees are really waking up to hmm. the, the possibility of, of, uh, well, they're, they're really questioning their leadership. And I think they should, they got to remember that right. day they swore oath to the constitution. That wasn't just for show. That wasn't just to tell their kids about. So I really respect that. I've, and what I hear is quite, um, is making quite happy. I think that we're going to win on, you know, we didn't get to the finish line by New Year's on the election integrity stuff, but we have mm -hmm. everything. We have everything. And I can tell you, 
it really is a question. Can we get an AG to, to sign? Can Will an AG sign this case? But if they sign this case, we have stuff to present that the public does not know about that will shock people. So I'm completely sure there was a mass. You're, you're talking about Lindell's case, right? Is that the. Yeah, like I don't I don't, I, I don't think that. I think it. I like to call it Kurt Olson's case, but Kurt doesn't okay, right. want to call Lindell's case or Olson's case. He wants to who's call it. Who's his attorney? Who's the lead attorney? Right. Oh, he's the guy who drafted who a draft. Right. But the other attorneys general are connected on it. A lot's going to come down. A lot's going to come down, and this is big. We're very close on this. You know, with there's really at the American Project. There's been two efforts: the election mm -hmm. fraud and medical and, and medical tyranny. Medical mm -hmm. tyranny. It's their gateway tyranny, right? It's mm -hmm. how they're introducing tyranny. Well, something big happened yesterday. The Biden regime had to submit its final answers on vaccine mandates, covering about 100 million people yesterday. The the medical man, this the CMS mandate, mandate the OSHA mandate, and the federal contractor. Mm -hmm. Next Friday, one week from today, they are the Supreme Court's going to be hearing oral argument. And they pretty much have to decide by Monday, the 10th. So they're going to hear on the 7th and they're going to decide by the 10th because the Biden regime is going to start uh, enforcing on the 10th. So they're having there's never going to have been an audience like this Supreme Court for the Supreme Court like this. this coming Monday, 100 uh, Friday, 100 million people have their vax mandate status based uh, determined by what is decided after that hearing. So that's a big deal. And I think that's going to go our way or largely our way. I wish it went all our way. And I wish we could mm -hmm. save the DOD people who are the people I care the most about. They're first, but they, uh, uh, they they come most directly under the president's scrutiny. Yeah. So we're going to have a bunch of big wins, I think, about a week from now or in response to that. <clears throat> and once that that we blunt that medical tyranny, then we will also be making more progress on the election integrity. So 2022 is about blunting medical tyranny and getting election integrity. Yeah, well, the people, of course, that we, of course, want to help save is the people under the DOD mandate. Mm -hmm. But the president has, you know, the, the people within the DOD are most directly under his scrutiny and authority. Yeah. So that's the most difficult bridge to cross, I think. But yeah, we got to take what we can get. And, and and there are still cases out there on that on top. So that's the medical tyranny front. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's just one side of the equation. The other is election integrity. And it's all about we're only about 44 weeks away now. If that 43, 44 weeks away from the next election. Right. Peaceful. Pe the worst thing we could do is have violence. We want to be peaceful, get to this next election. And uh, and we're gonna win back. We're and by we, I mean the people. We're gonna get yeah. rid of. I think there's a bunch of Republicans that are gonna get exed as well because yep. they should be. And and the people are gonna take the government back, and we'll start doing the right things. So we have 44 weeks at the outside to suffer with things. I'm also and the last point I'll make is on uh, just this morning, Israel is reporting. They're giving up on the on the, they've been the fourth the, the, they were I think the first to approve the fourth vax yes starting, you know as of this morning they're starting to make noise about or as of yesterday starting to make noise about you know what the hell with this Fakaka vaccine yeah <laughs> and, and we just go getting it with a mass 
the you know the mass uh, uh they're bringing in the uh the Pfizer pill you know maybe it's a bait and switch but we'll see you know and the Pfizer pill is the ivermectin right. molecule with a little twist on it. So right, the, the Fivermectin, they call, they call it. Pfizermectin. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was a Babylon B special. Um, so, yes, I think there is slow progress on the medical front. But tell me why you have, why you have uh, I guess, faith in John Durham. What, what do you know that we don't? <laughs> Well, I do know, I know what he's going to find at the end of his rainbow. And I've uh -huh. already expressed that. I've already expressed that and explained that in Dallas, what he's going to find. Mm -hmm. And anything short of that's a cover-up. I was there. Mm -hmm. And look, I've already said, I know that I am have angered a bunch of people. I went in and told them two and a half years ago what had happened. And it's taken them two and a half years. And all along, I've gotten these messages about, you got to keep quiet, you got to keep quiet. And, you know, when I went and spoke to my rabbi about it two years ago, he said, look, don't do, you can't do this on what's a good time for them. You got to do what's a good time for you. So I stayed quiet right up until the election. Mm -hmm. because I thought that but it's just wrong. I think that probably every day I don't come out and speak and explain what happened was probably a felony. Frankly. Yeah. You know, I don't know what's a felony at this point, because for yeah. me, because. Uh, I'm shocked that it's taken. I, I gave them two and a half years ago exactly what happened, and it's taken them two and a half years. I could have put it together in two and a half days. I could have, you know, if I. So yeah. Who knows? I've never been a prosecutor, but I'll, I'll never under. I'm going to be interested someday in learning the story when the book is written about why John Durham took. You know, it's a history book. He's coming out with a history book, and the history book's going to be really interesting and it's important. It's if it's any later, it's almost not not worth writing. Yeah. You know? It's a history of how the Republic was lost. But what is he's kind of come up with a history book. And so I'm sure there were all kinds of politics involved anyway. But I'm uh, he is leaking. You know, he's leaking that, in fact, uh, well, it is coming out that there are indictments coming in Q1. Hmm. And, and you think high level indictments or just more low level, you know, CYA kind of stuff? No, it sounded high level. Hmm. But he's, you know, his mandate does not include going too high. I don't know if you know that, but for the by no, the, I didn't. the office that the letter that created him from William Barr specifically carved out a couple people as being off. Interesting. Huh. So if this information comes out, how does it I mean, my concern is that we like you said, we got 10 months to the election. They know that if they lose power, a lot of bad things could happen to them personally. So how do they stop that? You know, I'm worried about another virus or whatever. I mean, do, do you have any thoughts on that? I'm afraid they're going to try to provoke us. They're going to provoke pro-freedom people, which is why mm -hmm. everyone's going to be like Fonzie. Mm -hmm. Be like Fonzie. We're all going to be cool. Maybe mm -hmm. the stupidest thing we could do is get provoked. Besides, I don't want to see a civil war. I've seen civil wars in other countries. Yeah. It's not anything we want to see here. So they're going to try to provoke us. And I think a lot of this crazy stuff they've done, you know, it, even from the, the way they took their, their school curricula hard left this September mm -hmm. may have been done to, to provoke us. So mm. we can't get provoked. We got to make it to that election. And I think it's only good news between here and there in terms of exposure of their corruption. I think layers after layers of corruption are going to be expo exposed. So now I do worry about the global situation. I worry about a simultaneous Ukraine-Taiwan mm -hmm. war. And 
that and that we even make sort of a feeble, uh, uh, you know, the worst the the worst scenario is that what we're what we're really doing is almost like a kabuki dance, mm-hmm. where it's foregone that we're gonna, you know, give up there, but we're gonna let you know lose ten or twenty thousand troops, so it looks like we put up a fight. Yeah, or it's gonna turn into World War Three. I talking China at that point or in Taiwan at that point. China, China and Taiwan and Russia and Ukraine. I'm talking about that. Oh, you really think Russia, Russia would actually? Do you think Russia would actually? I'm of the opinion that that's blown way out of proportion, and I that Putin that, would not take that risk. I think <laughs> that Russia, you know, he just uh, also is recently to reconfirm the Minsk accords, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, I think that I think it's. I did a video about this earlier this week. I think it's. I was raised in by in a geopolitical sense. Yeah. by a, a man named General Jack Vesey, who was Reagan's mm-hmm. chairman of the Joint Chief. And he sort of, mm-hmm. uh, and he taught me a lot of my geopolitical thinking. And he, so he's a hawk's hawk. And yet yeah. he, and he even took me once to hear Schultz and Kissinger talking on this subject. And they, uh, at a symposium at a think tank in DC, and they, they all agreed it was way too provocative for us to be absorbing Ukraine into NATO is way yeah. too provocative an act. NATO encroachment, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's it's provocative. And, you know, I was in I was in Ukraine a few years ago, and the people I met were all what I would call nationalists. Sure. They wanted to see Ukraine that was a free, independent, something like Switzerland. And, you know, I don't think that NATO's interests are to, are such that it needs to, 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 to absorb the Ukraine. I, I completely agree. agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I think it's a fool's errand. But um, the Ukraine so, has special historical significance to Russia, of, of course. course. Yeah. And, you know, Vladimir Putin cannot be Vladimir the Great unless he takes Kiev. And about 80% of Ukraine is Russian Orthodox. And the other sliver used to be Poland. So, I mean, what, what he really wants to do I would in a perfect world would be to take it. But I, I don't think he would. I don't think... He, I don't think he will, <clears throat> unless we force his hand by trying to absorb it into NATO. I think and that's I, a good analysis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what I think. It's a huge provocative mistake. We should, uh, and if he he can't, he can live with being not being Vladimir the Great. He can live without taking the Ukraine. He can't live with having us absorb NATO. That's that that ruins his great man place in history in in the russian mind so he can't live with that and i think it's very provocative i'll say last time yeah you know annexing crimea gave him a lot of brownie points with the russian people so i I don't think i think west ukraine though is a price too big for them um monetarily political capital everything but uh you're right if they do try to absorb ukraine into nato or any other closer locations um there's not many left, but you're right. What else, Patrick? Is there anything else you think 2022 brings for us? Yeah, I think that we're on the edge of a global systemic crash. They're going to be able to call it when they want it. It's just when the Fed stops acting. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'm afraid of is besides using World War II, so setting aside exogenous events, mm-hmm. I'm optimistic. We got the news closing on election integrity. We got lots mm-hmm. and lots of things tightening up on election integrity. I would, um, 
like to say one more thing about that. And we have we have them blunted on medical tyranny. So I'm feeling mm-hmm. good there. I'm afraid of Biden sort of there. There's a guy I used to play chess with. And whenever I got close to beating him, he would drop a, a napkin on the floor and go to pick it up and knock the table over. You know, that was his way. Right. And I'm afraid of them doing something like that. One way they can do something screwy is cause World War Three to happen or mm-hmm. simultaneous war in Taiwan and Ukraine. And another way they could do something is a global financial collapse, which they can really cause to happen anytime the Fed stops doing what it's been doing for the last right, year. right. You're right. I mean, once they stop uh, quantitative easing or printing money, or as we call it in Bolivia, they they can cause, or even just to reduce the amount of taper that they're doing, or increase the taper, reduce the amount of bonds they're buying. <laughs> they're having to huff. Harder and harder and harder to keep that balloon, uh, you know, inflated. And uh, that's uh, so I do the, I do worry about them covering their tracks with some crazy event like that. Other than that, I think that we want to let them know. Uh, well, I want to be the first to say if I have any say in this matter mm-hmm. after the election, I'm going to counsel something called a Truth and Reconciliation Commission. No one's got to go to jail. We just have to have yeah. in African countries after there's been some kind of civil war. And maybe we will show that we're the exceptional country that we get through this crazy two or three year period. In just about any other country in the world, this would have already turned into civil war. And our institutions have held and our people are held are holding. And I'm proud of that. But you'd have to get that would have to go all the way to the top. You'd have to have Obama. You'd have to have Hillary. You'd have to have all of them tell exactly what happened or at least enough that people would see what happened? Or do you not think so? Yeah, I think we have to give them enough reason to understand that if they, that we're not gonna be hanging people from trees. If right. uh, if this has not, this is, I'm thinking, this, this is a soft coup that is starting to drizzle out on them. Would you agree? I mean, they can still yeah. go full moon if they want, but there's, it's, they have lost their momentum. This was all supposed to have been done by March. Yeah. They're not, you know, they, they introduced, they were going to change the, they were going to change the Supreme Court, change the electorate and change uh, the election laws all in the yeah. first hundred days. Uh, here it is, the end of the year, it's blunted, there, there's defections. That's not, none of that's going to happen. They've lost their big bills. And yeah. so, the question is we don't want them so painted into a corner that they do something crazy and do something wrong. We want to let them, I want to let them know that to the extent I have any say, I will be counseling for peace and reconciliation. And hmm. maybe there's, maybe there's a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of history that needs to be discussed. I could discuss history on both sides going back 20 years that would shock you, but I think Washington is so corrupt and, uh, Anyway, well, maybe I'm just dreaming. What do you but, think? Tom? What do you think? Well, that's an interesting point because we we interviewed Laura Logan yesterday from South Africa about uh, Desmond Tutu's death, and uh, she had similar thoughts that that was although South Africa has not turned out the way most hoped that that was an extraordinary event for the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. So um, who knows? Maybe that has a place here, but we'll see. You know what I would accept from the left. <laughs> All they really have to say to me is, we're sorry we went insane. This guy, Trump, drove us nuts. And we got so nuts, we did a bunch of stuff we shouldn't have done because we just got nuts about this guy, Trump. And we forgot 
we've we forgot a bunch of rules. That's really all they would have to say. That's really. I, I think it's a lot deeper than just Trump. I think Trump just pulled the bandaid off so that we could all could see what was going on. But I yeah, that's true. Planned for a while. And I'm the first to say the Russian collusion delusion was all being set up. I've said this. This was all that was all being set up. I know by September 2015, pretty mm -hmm. sure July 2015. And I have indications from something actually Maria Butina told me that it may mm -hmm. have been March of 2015, which means that was all being set up. It may have been being set up before Trump came down an escalator. And it was certainly being set up from what I saw on the Republican Party, not on Trump. That's the, the Russian collusion delusion is not about Trump. It's about the Republican Party. It was all being set up on the Republican yeah. Party. Rubio and Cruz as well. And, and frankly, Hillary, except they gave Hillary a warning briefing. Well, thank you for your time, Patrick. That was extremely interesting. And uh, a few months down the road, we want to have you back and see how things are turning out. Maybe before then, Todd, there's okay. going to be, there's lots of things. I think there's a lot of things happening in January. Well, you let me know and we'll, we'll have you back on anytime. Take care. Cheers.